Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of What the Tech Am I Doing? This episode is going to be all about finances and getting them straight, how to specifically how to save. I've had a lot of conversations recently and found that in this day and age, it's a lot of spending and not a lot of talk about saving. It's a lot about growing your money, but not how to get to make the most out of your money. And so that's what we're covering today. With inflation nowadays, we really need to make the most out of our salaries. Uh, so how to get there is now becoming an even more prevalent issue and topic. And so I'm glad to be able to come in and talk about that today. And so starting, we're just going to jump right in it, starting right off the bat, you need to have an understanding of what your what are your true needs versus wants? What is the base amount you need to live off of? And I think people can sometimes confuse this. So for example, let's talk about the base necessities, right? So rent. Rent is, unless you can live, you know, maybe, especially in this remote world, maybe you have the privilege that you can live with family rent-free. So those are options. Maybe um, if you're virtual, you can work somewhere in a cheaper area and not have to worry about your commute. But regardless, everyone needs somewhere to live, right? So if we're talking about living situations, yes, you need somewhere to live. You need a good space. Do you need, now we consider, do you need the most expensive place? Do you need your own place? You know, consider and consider your needs versus wants. Um, And it's okay to have wants to say, you know what? having my own space is really important to me. I'm going to chip in the extra money so I can have uh, an apartment all to myself in an area that I really like. And that's fine, but you're making that decision. Something that I want to really emphasize in this episode is it's totally fine to have your preferences. It's totally fine to say, hey, I don't want to save. I want to live in the present. I want to do this. I want to spend on that. Whatever your goals are, Just make sure that one, you understand what your goals are, and two, you are choosing to spend the money where you can't, where you want to. Something I tend to see is a lot of people are like, I don't get paid enough, I'm spending all my money, and I don't even know where it's going. And to me, that means that you are not spending it in the areas that bring you happiness and that fill your wants, or you, your needs are taking up so much of your salary. You know, technically it could be that depending on the scenario you're in, but I think even that there's room to bring it down. So for example, finding a house, I found a house, um, renting and then renting it from someone. And if it's supposed to be a family home and you are able to get a couple of people and everyone grabs a room, Now something that was supposed to be meant for a one-person family, you're splitting the rent amongst four people, right? And now you can bring it down for yourself. Um, You know, especially where I live, so Southern California, I've seen that there's not a huge difference in how much you pay per month if you live by yourself versus if you have a two-bedroom. 
But the second you can get three roommates, or three of you, so three people total in one living situation, um, and still allowing everyone to have their own room, the rent drastically increases. So do a little exploring in your area and figure out when does that happen? When does rent decrease? So that's just a couple of things to look at. Also, you know, keep in mind the commutes if you have to commute to work or friends or family. Maybe it doesn't save you if you go in a cheaper area, but now all of a sudden you're paying a ton of gas money for gas and, you know, you're not as happy. You you need to pay attention to those things, but make sure that you're doing it out of conscious choice. Another thing that I've considered is, so rent is something, whether it's a house or like a mortgage or rent or whatever it is, that's something that a, a large chunk that's going out. And realistically, it's probably the biggest chunk. I'd be, I'm excluding debt. I'm not talking about debt in this episode. Um, if that's something that people want to hear, let me know and we can have a separate episode on that. But I'm excluding if you have debt, I guess, which, or not taking it into the equation, I should say. Um, so then food is another huge ticket item. And I think this is one that does have the intertwined between want and need, right? You need food. Realistically, you need a couple of dollars a day to eat. But we want way more than that, right? And, and that's fine. But that's another thing I see where I've had discussions. People are like, I have no clue where my money's going. I'm like, okay, walk me through how you grocery shop, where you grocery shop, what do you eat? And it's like, I buy coffee in the morning and then I um, make myself this food and maybe you're making it home or, okay, now I eat out for lunch or I eat out for dinner. And all of a sudden you're spending all this money every day and you're not even enjoying it. To me, if you're enjoying it and you want that, 100% okay. Again, this is all about making conscious decisions. But what I personally have found works for me is there's an app called Flip, F-L-I-P-P. And you can go on this app. Uh, I have it on my iPhone. And when I move to a new area, I will look up the, it shows you the weekly ads of all the grocery stores in your area. And that's how I pick my grocery store. So that's like right off the bat, I'll find that and I'll pick my grocery store. And I've found that I can find really cheap grocery stores that I enjoy shopping at way more than leaving Trader Joe's or, you know, your local supermarket and my groceries for the week take cost like $80. Um, and I end up get, reaching for a lot more processed foods or prepackaged foods versus there's a couple if you're in Orange County specifically that I'll go to El Super or Super King and it's more of like one's a Hispanic grocery store one's a Middle Eastern grocery store but they're so produce oriented that the produce is so cheap I will literally leave with bags and bags of produce whole fruits and vegetables and it'll the most I've spent if I'm just getting produce is $20 and that's cheaper than our farmer's markets our farmer's markets are not cheap here um 
And so that is my baseline. Like I'm, I can, one, that forces me and allows me to eat more whole foods because that's what's cheapest at those grocery stores is the whole fruits and vegetables, the meat, the seafood. Surprisingly, those are the cheap things. So if anything, I spend, if I want to get snacks and treat, if I want to treat myself to snacks and those types of things, that's actually tends to be more expensive than my actual meals. And so another place to be cognizant, right? Um, So often snacks, because they're, if they're not whole foods, they're typically more processed. And that's where you're spending $2 on a protein bar, um, $3 on a bag of whatever. And those little things are stacking up. I mean, even at our, at my work, we have a subsidized lunch and I will see that like if you get a snack between like lunch at our work, we are very privileged. It's like $5 and you can get whatever you want. Um, But if you go and grab a snack, it's like $4. And that's just because that's literally the cost of these things. But then you're, you start to realize if your snacks are costing more than your meals, one, are you snacking because you just want a meal? Then go eat yourself a meal you know, um, probably nutritionally is going to have more benefits and then cost potentially might be less if you're doing it right. And then otherwise, if you truly want a snack and you enjoy that snack, enjoy it, be cognizant, be aware. And then it turns into a treat. You're like, wow, this is self-care. I'm treating myself. And then I feel better about that decision that I made. Um, So flip is a great option to find your grocery store. Again, trying to cook for yourself if you can, at least um, finding like what meals work for you that are easy, affordable. That's another thing where sometimes when I'm making my meals, I do not care. Like I want it to be healthy and I want it to be tasty. And then I typically... Like my cravings are, I want sweets, carbs, salty, you know, whatever that is. But it's rarely do I want something very, very specific. And if that does happen, then I just go get it. I allow myself to have that. But if you're in the same boat and you're like, I just need food. I need something that's easy, good for me. Look at what's in season. I like to shop in seasonally. So I'll just put on my grocery list fruits and then I'll go and see what fruits in these um, targeted grocery stores are on sale that sound good to me. And I grab those and I rotate. If you can, again, find those produce stores that are going to be more affordable and then eat based on what's in season, at least for the bulk of your meals and make them yourself, you're going to cut down drastically on cost. And then if you're craving something specific or you're craving, like if you're craving something specific, obviously you can, again, this depends on how much you want to save, but if you're just trying to do this as a better saving tools, allow yourself to get that. Or you can even block it off. So say one day a week, I'm going to let myself, like sometimes I'll go grocery shopping. I'm like, okay, every time I go grocery shopping, I allow myself like one treat, right? I'm like, whatever I'm feeling, I just grab it regardless of if it makes sense or not. Um, you can also do one day a week. I'm going to allow myself to eat a breakfast out. Maybe you're someone who likes to grab coffee and a baked good, or maybe I love acai bowl. So sometimes I'll say, okay, one day a week, I let myself go get an acai bowl. 
And sometimes the day approaches and I'm like, you know, what? I actually don't really want to, or I'll make it at home. And then the next week goes, but at least knowing I have that makes me feel like one, when it comes up, it's a treat. And again, two, it's a choice. Really lucky in the sense that with food, I tend to travel a lot. And so when I travel, I'm always eating out. So I do think I just don't want to eat out that much. And when I do, it's it's not the fancy meals. It's like, I just want Chipotle or In-N-Out or something like that. But if you are someone who enjoys those fancy meals, again, budget it in your schedule and allow yourself to go for that and just make sure that you're doing it because you want to and allow yourself as a treat. And then it's something that like, I chose to spend this money. I budget it for myself and keep tabs of how much you enjoy it, right? If you're enjoying it and you're having fun, allow yourself to keep doing that if it works for your budget. But if you're not enjoying it and you're just, oh, well, my friends are going out and I want to eat with them. Keep in mind, if they're your friends, they do not care what money you spend or don't spend. They just want to hang out with you just like you want to go hang out with them. And so you don't, like sometimes if I just want to hang out with people, but I know that they're going out to eat, either you can just go out to eat and eat with them. I could propose a different activity. I could eat something small beforehand that either one is going to satisfy me more or two, be healthier. I have a lot of gut issues, so I tend to pay attention to how the meal out is going to make me feel. Um, And then maybe when I get to the restaurant with them, I just order something small if I do still want to indulge and hang out and participate in the full experience. Or honestly, I will just have a water and hang out with them and no one cares. Like that's something that was a big thing to me. I'm like, oh, no one cares if I eat in this or not. And I can just do what's best for me. And so you don't have to decide between do I hang out with my friends or and spend all this money or not. You can start to make those decisions, hopefully, if you have good friends. <laughs> Last thing on the topic of food, this one might sound weird sound really weird. But fruits and vegetables, I've been getting really into frozen fruits and vegetables. One, because I travel a lot, and so it's hard to keep um, non-frozen ones, eat them at an appropriate amount of time before I fly out again. But it's always there, regardless of what's in season, it's pretty cheap. And there's typically, you can always get them for like, a bag is about a dollar, Um And that's something that I can always count on. Like I can always just have frozen spinach, um, canned green beans. Um, I love frozen mangoes, frozen cherries, frozen blueberries, those types of things that are just always quick meals that I can eat. Trader Joe's also has surprisingly good priced frozen meals. So if you're someone who just gets lazy and doesn't want to cook for themselves, you can stock up and they, it's like $2 and you can have a meal or two even if you add something on the side um, for a dollar or two, you know, and so those are things to consider. You don't necessarily have to always be making food totally for yourself. You can just find what works for you. Okay, car insurance also tends to be a big bucket, and so for that one, shop around, and even if you shop around one year and then you've been good and haven't had any incidents, shopping around on a yearly basis is typically good practice 
and making sure that you understand what you're paying for so you can figure out what the differences are. You can call and toy around with different things and be like, oh, I don't need as much as that. What if you put this on? And it's their job. So having that and putting that effort in can have pretty big rewards if you do it and you can save a decent amount monthly. So realistically, you have a roof over your head, you have food, this is a big two necessities. And and now nowadays you need a car. You don't need one, um, but cars are helpful. So that's a big thing, right? If you can have a car, so you, you talked about car insurance, consider do you need the most expensive car in the world? Consider what are the opportunities? I, I ended up getting a bike or an e-bike. And so I'll try and bike places now that gas is really expensive. And again, there's a cost benefit, but then there's also... I just feel better if I bike a couple of miles to get somewhere versus sit in a car. So consider all those other avenues that are the things that are eating at your pockets. Is we can go over overall budget because obviously I'm not going to figure out all your expenses. So if you start from your salary and Google Sheets has templates for budgeting. So if that's something that'll help you. If you start with your salary, what's your income? You can do it monthly. I like monthly. It just helps me. Um, so you start, go from a monthly and put in, okay, this is my salary. Now, if your company has 401k or stock purchasing plans or anything like that, my biggest recommendation is put in as much as you can. So if you have the ability, max it out. Um, at first it is hard. Um, I remember my dad, that was a really good piece of advice for my dad when I started. He was like, max it out. And I was like, but dad, it's so much. Like you're taking away so much of my take-home salary. Um, so for those, like for 401k, you can put in up to like 20, 25%, I think, of your salary. Um, we have a stock purchasing plan at work that you can put in like 15% of your salary or something like that. And so realistically, like, 40% of my salary was just going somewhere else. And I was never even seeing it, you know, add up how much was being taken with taxes. So I was getting like less than half of my salary as my take home. Um, it's still, I don't know what it is now, probably, I mean, hopefully less, but it, it's pretty much, I take home half of my salary and the rest goes into 401k stocks, um, taxes can help that one. And then, um, I try and invest outside of my 401k as well and my company stocks. So, uh, what I actually see is so small. And so I think that helps me budget. Cause I think if I see just a ton of money in one account, I, I acknowledge it people like, well, I have so much money, but I never see that. So I, I just know that if I want to buy something, I can, and that, the rest, I try and save as much as I can. So if you just can do that, I would recommend. So you have your salary, take away, put as much as you can in your 401k, put as much as you can in any stock plans. And then um, if your company allows, I think most do at this point, you can then say, okay, this is my paycheck. You can split it up between if you have multiple bank accounts Split it up. So say, so I'll have 
I don't even remember. I do a certain amount goes into my like where I spend most of my money, like my credit card or it's the same account in the same with the same bank as my one of my credit cards. Some will go into that. A bulk stays into another bank that has a savings and a credit card attached to it. And they have like a 2% back on whatever sits in that bank. So that's so that's where I try and keep most of my save quote unquote savings money. Um, because I know if it sits there, I can get 2% back on it. And then a certain percentage goes into, I have a Charles Schwab account and it goes into that. So I automatically have the bulk of my money going to my savings account. That's where I pay my bills from. A certain amount goes into my Bank of America and that's where um, like I pay my rent and I do grocery shopping and stuff like that. And then a certain amount goes to my stock and investing uh, bank or account. And then so when I'm I go into there, I'm like, okay, this is money to invest. And just splitting it up like that, the sheer, like, I don't even know. I'd have to go into each of them and figure out how much. It's, I just look into one. I'm like, oh, okay, I only have this much to pay my rent and groceries. Okay. And then it's like, oh, I have this much that I can be investing right now. And it's like, oh, okay, this is my savings. And if my savings is doing well and it gets larger, then I tend to actually move it over to my Schwab account so I can invest it. Um, Because again, I don't like seeing too much money sitting in one spot. I think it just helps me just move it and be like, this is investing money. Because realistically, I don't need it sitting in one spot. Um, They do say it's good to make sure, obviously, you have enough sitting in one spot if you need for emergencies. Um, Any like emergency fund is good to have and make sure that you do have money in there. So keeping that to the side. So credit cards. This is something that my personal philosophy is pay it off in full every month. And I actually do it multiple times a month. So probably twice a month, maybe three times if I really get bored. Um, I have all the apps on my phone, so I'll just go and pay off all my credit card bills. And that's really helped my credit score, actually. Um, So one, that's good for your credit score if you're just consistently paying it off. And then two... I'm never spending money that I don't have. Like a credit card to me is just a way to get cash back deals. So I have three credit cards. And so, and they're in different areas. And so basically almost whenever I buy something, I pretty much always get a 2% cash back on whatever I'm buying at the least one and a half percent. And so to me, that's all credit cards is. It's like, it's a way to make some of your money back. And I I'm, I know some people have really great credit cards that they like with annual fees for a little young newbie like me. I do not like annual fees. So I always just find a credit card that'll give me a consistent cash back. Um, so I'll say like a couple hundred dollars a year and I'm not giving them anything because I'm paying off my credit cards in full every time and I choose credit cards that don't have an annual fee. So it's really just money in my pocket if you can do it right. And then as you budget, just put in there, like maybe it's at the end of the week, maybe it's at the end of the day, whatever works for you, try it for a month. Maybe it's at the end of the month. It depends, you know, whatever works for you. If you're spending on the credit card, you can always look back. A lot of the credit cards sort it for you, honestly, so you don't even track it yourself. 
where you can see where your money is going and then figure out, am I enjoying those things? Like if big chunks of your money just like are stacking up throughout the month and you're not even enjoying that, maybe it's something that you need to reconsider versus maybe you get a coffee every day, you buy it out, and at the end of the month, you spend $100 on coffee. You can either, you can, two of, again, we're making conscious decisions. So you can either say, you know what? I really enjoy my coffee. It starts my day off right. It makes me feel good. I $100 is totally worth it. Or you might have the other opinion that you're like, I don't have $100 to be spending every month on coffee. I can make it just as good as it at home. Let me figure out how to make it better, how to bring down those costs, make it at home and still treat myself and enjoy it in that sense. So, but you can't make those conscious decisions if you don't know where your money's going. So that's a good tool to utilize is just writing everything down. I think I did it for a couple of months when I first got my job and, and then I just knew like in my head, I'll be like, you know what? Yeah, I want to spend this on myself or I'm like, ah. I don't really want to. And just being able to make those decisions and make them for the right reasons, I think is really beneficial. And then the last thing I'd say is consider why you're spending money. So if you're buying something, just acknowledge, am I buying this because I want it? And this is a self-care thing. And if it is a self-care thing, consider it. Is this something that I'm treating myself to on a weekly basis, a monthly basis? Do I need to sort out the other aspects of my life if I feel the need to treat myself to it every day? You know, there might be other things going on that are pushing you to feel like you need self-care on a daily basis to in a monetized value, right? Um, then consider like, am I doing this because I want it or is it an ego thing? I, I have found that when I've moved out of certain social circles, I found that I was spending a lot of money on my looks Like I'd go get my eyebrows done and I'd go get my, like go buy new clothes every weekend. And I was, it was just because that's what the people around me were doing. And I was, it was causing me to do things because of an ego and not necessarily because I wanted it. And so like, okay, now I'll just get more creative with my outfits or buy things when I see them that I love Versus just buying them because someone else is buying something right now. So just keep that in mind, considering why you're buying what you're buying. Um, Maybe you got it smacked down and you're like, I always buy something for myself. Why would I even consider others? And maybe you're someone where you're like, ooh, that, that hit the noggin. You know, like I'm consistently trying to show, put, put on a persona and that's why I'm buying things. Um, Yeah. So those are some things to consider. Keep in mind, we also have the investing 101 so that's with the financial advisor episode we also have the achieving early retirement episode and at the end of that episode there was some resources about other resources out there and recommendations on how to save and so those are a couple of resources you can look at and then just finding what works for you but I think the biggest thing is what money do I have to spend what is my bare necessity that I need to be spending? What are areas of opportunity that I can cut down? And what do I want to be able to treat myself to? And what is the big goal I'm saving for? You know, 
for me, I live in Southern California. I would love to have a house on the beach one day. That requires a lot of saving, right? That's like a big long-term goal. But maybe you're like, I don't have a big thing. I just want to be more purposeful with my money. Or I want to save it for kids or marriage or whatever your goal is. Just make sure that your spending habits are in line with achieving that goal for yourself. Because that's all it is in life. Life is all about happiness and whatever makes you happy. So I just want everyone to be able to choose that for themselves and be conscious of why they're doing it. So I hope this helped. Um, Let me know what else you guys would like to see. And let me know if you'd like more financial advice. Keep in mind, I'm I'm figuring out myself. So these are the things that worked for me, but they might not work for you. So figure out what works for you and let me know how I can be there to assist. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of What the Tech Am I Doing? See you next time.